It's just about the weekend. Yeah, that's right around the corner. Eric Carpenter with you. It's a Friday. Thanks for joining us here on the radio. This is KCVL KCRK. Well, yesterday, uh, things got a little congested out there, 395 Spanish Prairie Road, because, well, they shut down the road. You couldn't get on to Spanish Prairie Road either direction because there had been a tanker truck rollover accident on Spanish Prairie Road. There was uh, quite a concern that there could be a significant fuel spill. Apparently, the fuel leak, uh, not nearly as bad as it could have been, maybe 50 gallons of fuel from the vehicle, uh, not from the tanks that it was uh, carrying. But uh, they shut down Spanish Prairie Road at uh, 395. Also, uh, well, the east side of Sp- getting onto Spanish Prairie Road. Uh, the driver seemed to be okay. We had uh, reports uh, the man that initially saw the accident called it in said the driver got out, seemed to be okay. Not a whole lot of other information about that uh, accident, but they got tow trucks there and uh, got that uh, truck taken away. Could have been a whole lot worse in that situation. And again, people trying to get onto Spanish Prairie Road, they just weren't able to for quite a few hours. Well, we continue today talking about this new biochar plant that's going to be constructed right adjacent to the Avista Power Plant over out of Kettle Falls. The new facility going to be built and uh, Minocarbon, they are the ones going to be doing the uh, construction of this project. They're working with DNR, working out their contract with Avista. We've been talking with the CEO of Minocarbon, Thor Kalistad. We really look at trying to hit the climate problem in sort of three different ways with this facility. Kind of upstream of the facility, you know, it's wildfire risk reduction. And that's a big part of the DNR partnership. It creates jobs doing that, good for the community. And then the second one, all really happens in the facility, in the CRF, is, you know, through the creation of the biochar, which is sequestered carbon that we have removed and sequestered as biochar. So there's decarbonizing the grid with, you know, low carbon electricity and then the sequestration of carbon in the biochar. Then the third area that we really try to hit is downstream in the CRF to really decarbonize the agricultural sector. You know, fertilizers have a gigantic carbon footprint of creating these things. And we want to really minimize that and improve soil health along the way. So really kind of these three areas that we're trying to solve the climate problem while creating a lot of jobs and shared benefits along the way. And then hopefully a lot of people start copying us out there and doing similar projects. There's no real you know, risks of byproducts you know, coming out of it. The things that come out of it are the things that we, we want to come out of it. There's no has waste spill potential or that sort of stuff out of this. Nothing of any sort of materiality that, that matters. So it's consciously gone into the design of the project to have as many environmental merits 
and great attributes about this as, as possible. So, you know, we're consciously avoiding anything that could have deleterious effects on the environment or climate as we put this together. We are actively looking at other locations for CRFs. You know, our goal with this project is that we don't have to squeeze every last drop of blood out of this economically. Minor. That, that is not our goal at all. You know, our goal for this is really have a great, great successful project that proves to be very good for Vista, very good for the buyer of our carbon credits, very good for the community of Kettle Falls, very good for the USDA, that everybody's got to have a win out of this project. And the goal of this project is that it is a means to an end in the best sense of it, to really lead to the next 10 CRFs. Our company DNA, we, you know, we want to have a really big impact on climate. And this is a terrific project, but it is a drop in the larger global problem of carbon emissions that the world is spewing. So to the extent that we have a great, great project out here really accelerates our ability to go have the next 10 of them and then the next 100 of them. You know, we do have these facilities to put thousands of these around the world near the biomass resources has literally gigaton potential, billions of tons of carbon removal per year for their global climate problem. So this first facility is very much means to an end that's got to have shared gains and upsides for everyone involved. Very much a we're, we're approaching this. The goal for us is the next 10, 100 of these things and to get them as quick as we can. And that's going to be directly dependent on how well we do with this first project. There's still a variety of last-minute tasks uh, between uh, uh, Mino and Avista, trying to work all of those out, finalizing the contract, and then they'll be moving ahead with finishing the project. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven-minute test rest, and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. The National Transportation Safety Board, they say fatigue and complacency led to a passenger and car ferry crashing into a Seattle dock last year. The Transportation Safety Board said in their final report that the uh, Kathlamet Ferry departed Vashon Island July 28, 2022, crossed Puget Sound with 94 people on board, was approaching the dock in West Seattle when it struck part of the dock. The report says the ferry captain was, well, likely fell asleep and that the quartermaster wasn't monitoring the captain as required. The report says the docking crew also wasn't following some of the Washington State ferry policies. If you are a private landowner in the Colville Valley, Vaughan Brothers Lumber, a longtime local business and employer in the area, is ready to offer competitive prices and fair market value to purchase your standing timber, logs, or timbered acreage. The experienced forestry staff at Vaughan Brothers offers free consultations and assessments of your forested land and can also assist in the Department of Natural Resource permitting process when you are ready to harvest your timber. Call the forestry staff today at 509-684-5071 or look for additional information on the web at www.vaughanbrothers.com. 
19th-ranked Washington State Cougars and Arizona. They're both looking to rebound after tough road losses last week in Los Angeles. The Cougars fell six spots in the top 25 polls after losing 25-17 at UCLA, a game where Washington State had four turnovers. They managed just 216 yards of offense. Arizona, well, they had even a more painful setback, losing 43-41 in triple overtime against 10th-ranked USC. The Wildcats outplayed USC in every statistical category but couldn't come away with the upset victory. Third straight week, the Wildcats are going to be facing a ranked opponent, Washington State and Arizona, coming up Saturday on KCVL. Well, whenever the Ducks down in Oregon and the Huskies meet, it always falls into the category of a big game, especially when both schools have such passionate fan bases. Well, this Saturday's matchup between the two top 10 teams might be the biggest game yet. The winner taking a clear step toward both the Pac-12 race championship and a national conversation. The game, an opportunity for the Washington quarterback and the Oregon quarterback to enhance their positions in the Heisman Trophy discussion. So, um, Some real good college games coming up this weekend. Don't forget the Ducks and the Huskies and also the Cougars and Arizona. Coming up on uh, Sunday, the Seattle Seahawks going to have to put together a real good outing. They uh, Nobody really expects the Hawks to get 11 sacks in the game with any sort of regularity like they did in their last game, but... Uh, the second time in franchise history when the uh, Seahawks got the 11 sacks against the New York Giants. First time any NFL team's done that since 2018. But uh, Seahawks hope to move forward. They're coming up with Sunday's game. That is being played at Cincinnati. The Seattle Seahawks, now that the Mariner season is all done and over, it's going to be Seahawk football Sunday. That'll be a 92.1 KCRK. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by Floner Electric, 423 West 1st in Colville. Floner Electric offering a full range of services for residential and commercial remodels, new construction, Floner also offers electrical materials for sale to the general public. Call Floner Electric, 509-684-8353. Mostly sunny skies, 66 for an afternoon high, 37 overnight. There is a possibility of some rain on Saturday. 64 the high, 39 the low. 
Rain possible Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. By Thursday, kind of expecting back to sunny skies. High temperatures are going to remain in the low 60s with overnight lows in the low to mid 30s. Getting ready for the weekend. It is a Friday. Thanks for joining us here on the radio. By the way, um, if you really, if you need some electrical service done, doesn't matter if you want them to do it or if you just want parts, Floner Electric. They are your one-stop shop for all of your electrical needs. They've been uh, serving the Tri-County area here since 1992. Call 509-684-8353. Floner Electric. Eric Carpenter with you on KCVL, KCRK.